my dog's on here with me. <laughs> right on. Uh, what's up, everyone? The King Rock Podcast. Uh, we have another awesome episode this week. We have with us Dr. Milo Ackerman. Milo, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So uh, I, I I really appreciate you being on. Um, I know you got a lot of go- lot going on lately, and you just got back from Seattle from the Bumber Bumber shoot. Bumber <laughs> that's, shoot. Yeah, that's cool, man. It's supposed to be an umbrella or something. And Is it okay? Uh, and there was it did sprinkle a little bit. So as you might imagine, yeah. Being in Seattle, so yeah. Well, that makes sense for Seattle, right? Yeah. <laughs> right on. Uh, how was it up there? Was it? It was great. I was yeah. I was only there for you know forty eight hours or whatever, but okay. uh, uh, the festival was fun. Um, yeah, I had some falafel while I was there, so that was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, nice. I, mean, uh, I guess what Jawbreaker played along with us, and oh uh, nice the bands. Uh, Pussy Riot was there. Okay, uh, Band of Horses. Oh nice. Yeah, Dandy Warhol. So yeah, some good bands were playing. It was kind of a yeah an eclectic mix did you get to like uh like get get a chance to watch any of the other bands or i did, I did see jawbreaker yeah. just because i really yeah. like so yeah yeah the last time i think that's the last time i saw you oh no the last time i saw you guys was in the glass house but i saw you guys we, I, me and my friend who also helps co-host the podcast we went out to denver to see you guys play with uh jawbreaker um, face to face and i mean sam i am opened the show like that was yeah good lineup <laughs> Yeah, there's one of the shows where I'm like, I I'll drive I'll drive to Denver yeah. <laughs> to go see that. Yeah, and we were so. slated to play with Jawbreaker also with those one, two, three, four fest shows that got canceled last well, one they were supposed to be coming up in, in September. They got canceled for I'm not exactly sure why, some monetary yeah. financial stuff or whatever, but it it did it got canceled. Oh yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw man, a lot of the Jawbreaker fans were just like on their Jawbreaker facebook group just crying about it i was like yeah man it's yeah. a lot of there was a lot of people that expected it to like be canceled too which was kind of weird um i i was like i don't understand this or, whole so people thing. were expecting it to be canceled yeah there was a lot of people yeah. that were like yeah I, I expected it to be canceled the lineup was too big and oh yeah know, i was like yeah <laughs> i don't know I'm, I'm it's just i don't know if the that somehow the numbers didn't work i don't know what was all, all about it's yeah just, that's that's crazy well so the biggest news is you just had a heart attack July yep. 28th. Yeah. And that was in Spain. You were yeah. in Spain when that happened. And that was not why those festival shows were canceled. Yeah. By. <laughs> just one, everyone, it's like, I put out a video. I had to put out a video of me on a yeah. North Check it out. Yeah. Let you know it's stupid. But yeah, yeah. that that uh, I did have a heart attack in at the at the end of uh, July. Wow. It, yeah, at the end of July. Yeah, I believe um, it was like July 28th, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, at least we, that's when you guys put out the statement. Yeah. Yeah. So we'd, we'd all flown over to Barcelona and uh, I was just kind of, I was actually hanging out, waiting for the rest of the band to show up. Yeah. Decided to take a little walk to the beach and and it was like, oh, this doesn't feel right. You know? Oh, man. There was like some chest pains and stuff. So, yeah, I just went to the ER and, you know. So that was kind of a fun experience being wow. in the Spanish healthcare system, which actually the doctors were amazing. It was really, all I can say is that, you know, Spanish healthcare is very good, yeah. Um, yeah. but it's just no fun being in, in, it's no fun being in the hospital, obviously. So never, I can't, I even have anxiety just stepping into like a doctor's office or any of that stuff. So yeah, but it all worked out 
and I feel a lot better now. So, yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. I had made a post like when you guys said that and then you guys said, said you guys were doing more shows and I was like, no, no, let's keep Milo. <laughs> let's keep Milo rested for a while. I mean, I, the thing is, is when they, when they had me in the ER uh, mm -hmm. and they said, well, we're going to put, we're now going to put a stent in you. I go, yeah. okay, cool. You do that. And then I'll go play my show tonight. You know? Wow. Tonight in Barcelona. And they say, you're not playing a show tonight. And then I said, well, what about tomorrow night? And the night after that, yeah. I said, those aren't happening either. Um, so we really had to, we had to kind of bargain or we had to kind of yeah. negotiate with them. When is the first time that I can play? Uh, and they said, you know, a month out. You know? Oh, wow. Wow. Yes. They even a month out is pretty, it seems yeah. like pretty the thing quick. About it, yeah. I mean, the thing about it is it's when you, when it's, when you get a stent put in, it's a very non-invasive procedure. They didn't yeah. crack open my chest or anything. They just, it's, it's very, it's almost, it's almost an outpatient procedure. And, uh, I felt immediately better once they, once they got it in there. Um, oh, wow. Bill, Bill and I, Bill came, he, Bill, uh, the drummer was, was there with me. Yeah. He uh, checked me out of the hospital a couple of days later. And then we just walked to the beach and swam. The same <laughs> yeah. Just, Those you know, videos were amazing. Like, the, yeah, it was like, fun. I feel like, um, like the descendants out of all the punk bands or even like bands that I know, a lot of people, there's not, I mean, you guys have like 95% love, you know, there's like, I, I honestly, I've never even met anyone in the punk scene that has been like, I don't like the descendants. So I think it was like a sigh of relief for all of us to see you and Bill in the hospital, kind of just making light of the situation and making all the jokes. So yeah, it was fun. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was all Bill's, you know, Bill's, he had the creative juices to do that. Um, yeah. And I just kind of went along with it, but you know, it, it was, it was important to let people know that, you know, I'm fine. You yeah. Know, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I was like, oh man, like we got like, let's protect Milo. <laughs> like, let's yeah. put him in a bubble or something. Like, if yeah, I, I, don't, is, I mean, so yeah. now we've got, you know, Carl, our, our, our bass player had a heart attack, uh, you know, in, in the two thousands, I believe. Okay. Um, wow. And uh, Bill, of course, had all of his health scares in 2010, 2011. Yeah. Um, and so now I'm the third person to in the band to kind of battle up against a health crisis. So we're waiting for, you wow. know, when, when Stefan, Stefan. Gets, gets attack, you know, but <laughs> get to be that age, yeah. you know, it's like, uh, yeah, you, you, you got to start taking care of yourself. And I, I, I feel like I was taking pretty decent care of myself. However, yeah. my genetic history is such that, uh, well, my dad had three open heart surgeries, my grandfather died of a heart attack at age 45. So I kind of had to be extra, extra good. And I probably wasn't extra, yeah. extra good. You know, that I just, I wasn't like, at, I wasn't at monk like status. With yeah. My, with my hair, you know, so it, it's, yeah. I'm doing better now. I'm just, you know, staying away from processed foods and red meat and all that kind of stuff and trying to exercise more and, you know that's good that's really good yeah you've you've written songs i mean you guys the band has written songs in the past like i like food wiener schnitzel all that and then on hypercaffeine spasinate you wrote um what is it called god i'm i'm the worst with i think it's called no, no fat burger no more fat yeah yeah no more fat right yeah or no more yeah this, of course yeah. there's no more fat yeah yeah i mean i wrote it i wrote it in a kind of in in response to i like food you know it's yeah like, well, yeah you know this, it's kind of like i like food for my life now and you know if you read the lyrics you kind of go well this guy's going to be really healthy 
Yeah. And the problem is I, is I, I didn't follow it closely enough. I did not. Yeah. I did not follow it strictly to the letter, you know, where it says, you know, no more apple fritters, no more ice cream. Oh, I mean, God. I've had, apple an, I've had an apple fritter. In the, in the last uh, six months, I probably had at least one apple fritter. You know? Oh, man. I, it's hard to give up some of that stuff. I remember when you <laughs> wrote, when that song came out, I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to start getting healthy also. And I, it's hard. It's just hard to give up some of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is it, it's, I'll tell you, it's a lot easier once you've had a scare like that. Cause like at this oh, point, yeah. I never, I never want to see an apple fritter ever again, you know, and I, about, <laughs> about, a, about a week, this is really kind of almost sad, but also funny about oh. a week, about a week before the heart attack, I was up in Canada because we were slated to play a show up in, up in Canada, the whole yeah. band, but the rest of the band didn't made, make it. Yeah. Make it. So I did like a little, uh, you know, solo thing. But yeah. while I was in Canada, of course, I had to have poutine. Oh, but did man. I just have one poutine? No, I had two poutine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then yeah. a week, and then a week later, I I have a, it's a stupid. So I, I like I never <sighs> want to I never even want to see a poutine again. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, I recently I just went to the doctor. I was gonna have like some just minor thing removed from my shoulder, but then uh, I went in and they said I had high blood pressure and the craziest shit. Uh, we had the, this is a kind of funny story relating to the descendants. Uh, our power went out. And so no Keurig. We, we usually do the Keurig machine with the K cups for coffee. Yeah. So no coffee this morning. So I, I went to use the French press and I've never used one before. My wife, you know, gave me instructions on how to use it. She's very smart. So I was like, okay, how many scoops do you put in? She's like, oh, I don't know. Just however, you know, like you'll don't figure it out. Those. Yeah. You'll figure it out. I have the Descendants Hypercaffeine Spazinate coffee, mm-hmm. and I I think I poured seven scoops, <laughs> and, it, and I made uh, it made me at least two two cups of the of the bonus cup, yeah, and it was each one cup. was like mud. Yeah, yeah. So I ended up going to the doctors right after that, and I they were like, "Your blood pressure is like one ninety over like one hundred. Yeah. So they were like, "You got to come back in two weeks." <laughs> I was like, Descendants. <laughs> Nice. Do you, yeah. are you on, are you on some kind of a, like a beta blocker now or did do, do they, do they decide you didn't need it or nothing yet? I got to go in on Thursday. So, and mm-hmm. they're, they're going to figure out, but I've been trying to keep it. I didn't want to like totally change my diet yet and start working out yet. I wanted them to like, you know, figure out what was wrong right now and right. then tell me, and then I'll go from there. But yeah, this week, this week's uh, <laughs> lunches are salads with uh, like spinach, kale and, blueberries strawberries and some blue cheese sprinkled on top so scared straight <laughs> yeah yeah i want to i want to go to more shows <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. but um yeah that was the quebec show where uh ev- unfortunately no one was it or everyone else was not able to make it you guys had or you had um well you did acoustic or you did uh you came out with an electric guitar yeah and did a yeah. couple songs i believe hope you, you did hope which is you said I heard you say it was the first song that you wrote on guitar and uh, lyrics for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think when I joined the band, uh, I didn't have any, didn't know how to write songs. And yeah. actually, Tony said, "Hey, you should write some songs." I go, "Well, I don't know how to write songs." He said, "He said, well, here's this music, or no, what did he say? He said, write me a lyric and I'll write music for it.'" And that became um, M16. Okay. Uh, or, or actually that became unit boy that we then yeah then did later and then <laughs> and cool. then i 
I, 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 I uh, made lyrics for M16, but my first actual thing of where I said, here's my whole music, mm. that's the band, was yeah. Hope. And I showed the music part to, to Bill, and he said, oh, that that sounds like the song that inspires Hope. And I go, okay, what's yeah. the name of the song? And then I just wrote the yeah. lyrics. Yeah, so that, that was one of the earliest ones for me. Um, yeah, so I it's very... When I had to do that Canadian thing, it was just like, what can I do where it's easy to to sing and play at the same time? Because I don't I don't normally do that. So I yeah, I decided, well, I'm not going to be doing things like uh, you know I want to be a bear or uh, <laughs> something like that because that's just like here in my van or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, those are hard enough to play if you're not singing at the same time. So I had to choose really easy songs. So Hope is obviously an easy song to play on guitar. And I just chose things like that. Like I can play clean sheets pretty well. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, so that was, that was the idea is just to do the easy, easy ones on guitar. And then harder ones actually face to face helped me because they said, yeah. well, we, we can learn my edge and we can learn bike edge. And they did, they learned, they learned they've been playing bike edge for, yeah, 20 yeah, of years. Course, yeah, they've been playing bike yeah. for a while. So they had that one down, but so they actually had little Joe from, uh, from um, lag wagon, lag wagon there. Yeah. In. And so not only did he have to learn all the lag wagon songs, but they said, Hey, Joe, we need, we need, we need you to learn these descendant songs too. Yeah. So he, he's like, he's like, no problem. So he learns all these descendant songs and, and then he starts playing, he's, he's playing the riff to my edge and <laughs> saying, Hey, we should do my edge too. And it's like, and now we're like an hour and a half before the show starts. And he's like, oh, oh, wow. I want to do my edge. So we had to learn that one too. It was pretty amazing because he was just yeah. up for anything and, and, yeah, he just learned and like lickety split. He was really quick about it. So that's like, insane. How many were you able to do uh, solo by yourself? I did about six solo oh, wow. songs, and then I did yeah. about three. I think we did at least three. Yeah, with face to face and me. So that, that was, was so cool to see. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was one of those things. We're gonna go back next year and play the same festival. But for the people yeah. who showed up and they were just kind of like, "Oh man, we came here to see you guys," and then you know couldn't couldn't see it so it was kind of like a little a little yeah. uh, concession prize i guess yeah well i mean for myself i'm a i'm a huge face-to-face -face fan so i mean that and and lag wagon of course too like i mean little joe he's he's pretty amazing, I, yeah, he's amazing. too bad like shiflet him and shiflet i've been um on stage and little joe walked up and we we're watching face to face at one point and he goes man shiflet even makes me look bad <laughs> And he goes with the, he's like, the one thing I have up on Shiflet is he said that he likes to, like, he'll dance around and, and, you know, do cool shit. <laughs> so oh, I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you really have to do that. Cause you're already like what the third best bass player of all time in, the, in punk yeah. history or whatever, but yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's got big shoes to fill for sure. So yeah. Like, the Joe, little Joe, you know, he, he pulled it off totally. Oh yeah. It was crazy. And he just makes it look so easy too, but yeah, so yeah, it was. Yeah. And I was fun hanging with the face face guys because yeah. first of all, they're just like, yeah, we'll do it. And just hanging out with them backstage, they're just cool guys. And we we had like we had to practice these songs before, yeah. and it was a good a real good bro down time where we, I could like just hang with them. So yeah, you know, they just you know, they really just was kind of like all man on all man hands, all hands on deck and just make this thing happen. So it was cool. That's awesome. And then you got to sing a little bit of uh, disconnected with face to face. Yeah, oh, so yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was like, I was kind of ribbing uh, uh, Trevor because I was like, yeah, when you get to the chorus, I sing it wrong because it's because uh, it, it, it's like, 
you don't know what you want. It may take years to find out. That's my yeah. line, man. Yeah. <laughs> hope, you know. He's yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And so. it also kind of it does a trick where it's like it does the same thing twice, but it's like one word is different or something like that. So oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. Yeah, yeah, but my favorite song by them, I think, has got to be um, "I Won't Back Down." I won't, I, I won't, one. I won't back down if you walk away. Yeah, that's to me is such a yeah, song. yeah, incredible. They're they're incredible. It's probably, I mean, um, I would say "Big Choice" is probably my favorite album of all time. Yeah. It's crazy though. It's like it's my favorite album, and I still don't know any of the titles of the songs. <laughs> yeah, I gotta like sing part of it or something. <laughs> But yeah, that that was uh, really cool. I really wish I would have been able to be up in Quebec for that. But um, I mean, how the guys must have been kind of bummed though. Oh yeah, we've you know the thing is is that um, so you know the they they missed their flight. They I, I think they spent more than twenty four hours trying to make it up there. Oh wow! It was like they get on. They actually got. They would get on a flight all mm. with all. With all the gear and everything get on oh a flight. Oh my god. The flight would just the flight would just, the, the plane would just stay at the gate for mm. like the next two hours and they'd be like, what the hell? And then they'd say, okay, this flight's canceled. That happened like two or even three times to them. Oh you know, they, where they actually get on the plane and then it gets canceled. And to the point where with with only like I guess twelve or sixteen hours before mm. showtime, that was when they just realized no matter what we do. Even if even if this next plane that we get booked on were to make mm -hmm. it, we still wouldn't make it to the show. And oh. that's, I think Bill was saying it's it's only ever happened like one other time uh, for the for for the band. Uh, it actually, happened with all once way back in the '90s or something like that. You know, so it's yeah. just, it never happens. Um, and so it was uh, just a huge crushing blow. And then after having you know missed that. Then the entire uh, European tour gets canceled because of me. Uh, yeah. so it's man. And then these one, two, three, four fest shows as well, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, man, no one's catch, no one's able to catch a break in the, in the band right now. So we're, we've got shows. We we're looking to go to um, Japan and Australia in October. Yeah. And, you know, I think we're all just holding our breath. Like, is that going to get canceled too? <laughs> I know. I right. Yeah. Yeah, you guys start off October in Japan, and then like you get like a week off, and then you're down down in Australia already after that. Well, no, I think the two things are linked, you know. But it's, oh, is it? Yeah, it's like because we go from a, we go from Japan over to New Zealand for like a show. Okay. Then, it's mainly just all the travel involved means yeah, it looks like there's some downtime, but really the two things are just one big trip. Yeah. Okay. Oh wow, you guys got a, another one in New Zealand. That's that's yeah, amazing. Never been to New Zealand, so that'll be fun. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So yeah, that that all that stuff. If I mean the chances that that gets canceled, yeah, are probably like one percent or whatever. I mean, yeah. in terms of from from any kind of a health reason or just from a monetary reason, those those shows are definitely happening. Yeah, that's cool. I'm sure Chris Chris Sherry is going to have a a lot of rad shirts coming up for the Japan. Yeah. and uh new zealand i i i love when he comes up with these these concept shirts for each show it's so so amazing yeah yeah i'm not i haven't seen anything he's done for that yeah but he had he had some he had some shirts lined up for uh the the two festival shows that got canceled um and one was me as as a philly cheesesteak and i was like 
That's no good. <laughs> oh, shit. oh, no Philly cheesecake. Come oh, on. no. No more, no more Milo has bad fatty foods. Yeah, no yeah. Wow. So what are, what out of the foods that you have to cut out, like what's the most disappointing that you're going to miss or what's the most disappointing? I mean, I'm okay giving up uh, most, most meat. I, I think yeah. I'm, I'm sticking mostly with fish. Okay. I think fish, I'm going to say is good no matter what, you know, who, yeah. can, who, who can say fish is bad. Um, and I, I'll occasionally have some, um, some chicken breasts, skinless chicken breasts. I feel like that's yeah. Thing to have once in a while, but all other meat's gone. Um, that's not a big deal for me. But what was really hard for me to wrap my brain around is that I can't have cheese. What like cheese is bad? I mean, yeah. it's it. I, I think there's probably maybe some types of cheeses that are okay. But like my wife said, uh, hey, let's do pizza, and I go, oh. but I can't do cheese. You know, and she well, she can't do cheese either. She's lactose intolerant. She mm-hmm. says, you gotta be in solidarity with me. I'm not doing cheese on pizza, and I go. Come on, pizza without cheese is just, oh, <laughs> uh, that's just a hard. Yeah. Uh, so I think cheese is probably the one thing that yeah. I probably would have, will have the most uh, difficulty with. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. Like cheese, like you said, apple fritters, man. Uh, ice cream too. You know what? I was never, I, I was never really into ice cream, but I figured out it was only because I just always had shitty ice cream growing up. Yeah. But now I'm like, I, I'm so bougie about it. I love I love like Haagen-Dazs, Ben and Jerry. I know those aren't like incredible, but they're at least higher quality than like the briars and dryers. But it's like, yeah, I love yeah. me some ice cream. But yeah, I've been able I've been able to just kind of like, uh, you know, I just it's one of those things where you like it. You can like it a lot, but just be like, I'm okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't need that. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm just kind of the same way with candy. Like, you know, candy's great. You know, candy tastes good, but I just, I don't need it. Yeah. And so I don't, I, so I just don't crave it, you know? And so then I just, yeah, kind yeah. Of, yeah, it's, it's easier for me to kind of steer clear from it. Um. So, yeah, I'm just at this point, you know, what I'm doing is I'm just trying to get, trying to eat a lot of like beans. Um, yeah. Yeah. Legumes. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's kind of rough on my, on my wife yeah. during the, during the, the last <laughs> two hours. But yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, but yeah. So you know, beans and uh, just lots of vegetables, um, and like I said, I'll, I'll do fish. You know, is, is yeah. my, main, my main concession for the for for the meat for the meat in in my life. So yeah, yeah. I've gone um, basically pescatarian. I can't. I don't really like meat anymore. Steak. I can't eat it. We had like a beef and broccoli last night. I'm just like no more. Yeah, I can't. But I, I wish I could go vegetarian. But my wife won't like she can't do it so i yeah. like what am i going to do cook just food for myself every night but i feel like pescatarians are pretty healthy uh balance so yeah yeah because yeah. basically you're not going to eat fish every night so that means that some nights yeah. are vegetarian basically you know yeah. most fish every night but uh, no I, I had a brief period of vegetarianism kind of in solidarity with my daughter who's still a vegetarian yeah and i think i was a vegetarian i don't know let's just say for like six months um, yeah, I lost, I lost 15 pounds, you know, <laughs> I mean, wow. It, I, it's, it's funny. Cause it, after having been a vegetarian and losing 15 pounds, you think I'd be like, well, this is, this is great. This is it. Yeah. Do it. But I kind of, you know, backslid and I was back on the meat after that. So um, <laughs> you know, I probably should just be a vegetarian, you know, but uh, yeah, I, 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 there's certain things I do like, like I, I love fish. So that, that's yeah, fish is good. That's yeah. cool.
so um man yeah you got all these shows coming up is there um oh man is there is there any are you guys working on any new music or is that always something that's kind of worked on we we always have kind of in the back on the back burner uh you know tunes that we either have partially worked up or fully worked up uh and recorded so we actually have recorded quite a few songs i'm going to say maybe even 20 plus songs um that you know could make up a record it's just that the those 20 songs uh uh, represent the out the output of two of the four members that's like songs that i've that i've wrote and and that stefan has written uh so between stefan and i that's the 20 that's 20 songs and so you know i think the thing is 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 it that we normally do it would do it where all four of us write songs because i mean bill writes such great songs and yeah. carl writes such great songs so that's kind of where we're just waiting to, to kind of have the full all four cylinders firing uh uh songwriting uh to, to get to happen and so that that's that'll happen eventually yeah um, but it's just it's one of these things you just can't you can't rush things <laughs> when it comes to yeah. like people uh, creative efforts um everyone's got their own pace and so mm. i and we're you know we've been in a band for so long now that i don't think anyone's i don't think anyone's like you know sweating bullets like oh we have to put a record out um yeah. i would i would love to put out a record out sooner rather than later just because you know it's it's so it's such a drag when people go oh you guys haven't put anything out in the last 10 years and then yeah you're right yeah. we need we need to do something so uh, I feel like it'd be, it'd be better if we got, if we put something out, you know, sooner rather than later. But as I said, you know, all in good time, we have, we have to, we have to have all four people, you know, writing mm-hmm. and stuff. All I can say is I know that Bill, he's, he writes songs all the time, but, but he, um you know, they, he's, he obviously has a very high standard, a high bar for what he considers mm-hmm. a good song. So he could write a song and be like, okay, but I've, I know I've got a better one in me. And so he's, he's go he'll go back to the drawing board and, They'll write yeah. another. So I think uh, that's kind of what we're waiting on is is for Bill to write, you know, the hit single <laughs> <laughs> that we know he can or whatever, you know. So yeah. that's that's, that's uh, it'll happen eventually. But um, all I can say is that I did my bit and yeah, and yeah, yeah. Got, I I wrote some songs, you know. I'm just kind of waiting for everyone else. So yeah, I was wondering if uh, maybe the the purple mint patty get me out of here the hospital <laughs> might might make it a new track <laughs> yeah i mean uh people been people been uh saying oh that would make for like a good little mini track i think it's that'd be cool um that was one of those things where i was in the er for like mm-hmm. three three plus days and the only thing the only sound that just kind of permeated the entire time was that stupid heart <laughs> heart monitor alarm that would go off not just in my room, but it would go off in all the subsequent mm-hmm. adjoining, and it became this like chorus of the same five notes. Yeah, in my kind of like post-operative kind of like you know uh, state, I was just kind of I I decided it had to have some lyrics associated with yeah. it. So that that yeah, I could see that becoming a song, and and uh, I. Uh, I actually I had to learn which, what notes they were because I wanted to make a present for Bill, which turned out to be like a music box. Yeah, I lined up the music box and you open the lid and you know normally it would play like uh, 
uh, it would play like Swan Lake or whatever. But instead yeah. of playing Swan Lake, it plays Purple Mint Patty do, 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 over and over again, which I thought was a really uh, it would drive him crazy if he if he actually <laughs> wound it up and played it all day. He'd be just like ah, and then like, that's how I feel. You know, yeah. I felt when I was in the basement when I was in the ER when I was, when yeah. I was in Spain. But no, that could be a song. Uh, I know what notes. I know what the notes are, so I can yeah writing something like that with those notes so it'd be cool yeah it'd be cool like intro to maybe something like another follow-up to the no more right. fat yeah right right, right. yeah that'd be, documenting, that'd be super like, cool. documenting my time in a barcelona hospital yeah yeah <laughs> and then i mean has a good ending too like you guys uh he's there for you like good friend and then you guys get to go to the beach afterwards and have yeah. absolutely no i i mean time. It was, it's one of those things, when I, when I, when I did this music box for Bill, I, I kind of felt like, well, this is, it's a little weird because I'm, I'm, I viewed that time as obviously kind of like a special bonding yeah. time for him and me. Um, but he could, I, I, I thought maybe he could also just view it as, as kind of this trauma, really, really traumatic time. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously it's traumatic for me, but traumatic for, for him um, because I mean, the, the whole band thing was just kind of, it just was kind of, you know, crumbling yeah. uh, in, in terms, in terms of not you know, all the shows getting canceled and in terms of, uh, you know, just, I mean, you have, if you have an entire sh- a tour canceled, that's just a huge, huge uh, downer. Um, yeah. I just thought, you know, uh, I, I just thought, well, let's try to turn a positive, a negative into a positive. So the idea was, is, is to try to, to try to re- have a, have a remembrance of that time. Yeah being a more positive thing as opposed to like some kind of traumatic negative time you know so hopefully hopefully he got the joke i don't know (laughs) no i think it it was really cool man it was a a cool moment for like uh as a fan to see you know it's like how long you guys have stuck together and you guys have like built this like family like i know you guys have talked about it in the movie filmage where you know like maybe not everyone has a great family life in that in from the band members um but like you guys came together and joined this family which is yeah. like it, it, a lot of punk rockers also like I think a lot of us came from bad families or maybe that's how we got into this rebellious kind of thing. So it's yeah. really cool to see how you guys have, you know, still remain friends and like just like that tight bond and that like that can be that can be a thing, you know, and it's it's cool how, you, you know, like it, it just kind of throws away that toxic masculinity bullshit. And it's like, you know, what, we're friends, dude, I could give you a it's fucking cool get i thought it was cool as shit man <laughs> yeah but well, i think yeah. i think it was i look back at that whole period and i, I know some people are just kind of like wow it's the bromance or whatever but it's yeah, whatever it's, you know, yeah. we, we transcend bromance because we've we've been yeah since high school it's just yeah it's like you know there's a certain meeting of the souls between bill and i and and there's nothing you know kind of whatever fruity about it it's just it is mm-hmm. what it is yeah and I'm 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 totally okay with it, and uh, yeah. you know, it, it does. It's it's something where um, uh, through the years we we actually you know have conversations through songs as well. Like I write yeah. songs all the time, and he writes yeah. songs. It's just it's uh it to to me uh, he's the heart of the band in in, in more ways yeah. than one. So I think uh, that that uh, that's why uh, you know I, I think it's going to be one of these. Uh, I mean, he'll he'll be on my deathbed, or I'll be on his deathbed, basically. Yeah, we're we're there for each other. I was there for him during his, uh, you know, his 
time in in, in uh with brain with the brain tumor and all that and he's yeah. he was there out in barcelona so yeah it's he's my best friend you know what can i say yeah no, that's really cool and I, I think uh even like when you watch filmage you really get the sense of like i feel like you really wanted to come back because it was like man bill's like this could not be a thing anymore like it, it maybe like yeah. it would could it was always in your mind that it was a possibility to come back, but now it was more of like a dire thing. And like, yeah. even how you explain, like you like to look back and just see Bill smile with that smile. Yes. Yeah. It's going crazy. So absolutely. And when, when, when he recovered, when he recovered from what was just an, an amazing set of uh, medical attacks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think everyone was just kind of like, Oh my God, sweet. We, we need to do something to, to, to to kind of bring bring us all back together because that's how important he is he's so important to us and yeah. and and just to to have a way to have a way to celebrate have a way to celebrate uh what we ha what we had and what we still have you know and that's yeah. that's basically what the descendants mean to me now it, every time we play now it's a it's a celebration it's a celebration of yeah of share of the shared uh, musical spirit of these of these four people and that that's a that's a good enough reason for me to just keep doing it forever yeah power long for forever lasts you know so well now and then now it's a thing where you can actually make it a like a lifestyle and a living like yeah. back in the 80s and 90s i mean or maybe in the 90s it was getting a little bit better but i mean yeah. now i'm sure you're getting i'm getting some money from playing festivals and all well, that, the main so. the main thing is is to be able to do it is to be able to do it so that you just have 100% fun. Yeah. You know? And I can say that, you know, in the eight, in the eighties and nineties there, you know, you, you would have, you know, when you're on stage, it is 100% fun, but mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a lot of logistics and a lot of, um, a lot of the extraneous things that come in to that, to that, to those times where it's kind of like, you know, whoa, what a, what a, it really be, it can beat you down. And mm -hmm. it, and, eighties and nineties it, it 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 did beat us down in in terms of just like drive you know driving from show to show or you know i would lose my voice or i'd be sick i'd be sick half the time and so yeah. we basically now what you know what extra the extra money if you want to put it that way the extra uh you know band money that allows us to do is to not is to say we don't have to be crazy about this we don't mm -hmm. have to go out and do like 300 shows a year or whatever it is um yeah. and if, if we were to do 300 shows a year i can guarantee you that it'd be like well maybe this band's gonna break up no one wants to be yeah i mean you for as fun as it is to be on that stage yeah uh, you know, there there is no denying a burnout factor of just too much and so now we go out and we do it exactly as much as we want to do it and and uh and it because that's how we keep it 100 fun because you know, if, if, if that means that we're going to fly out and do one show, yeah, <laughs> that was going to be the most fun I've had, you know, in a long time. Like I just did the Seattle show and I got yeah. home from the Seattle. So, and I'm just kind of like, oh, now I got to wait until month <laughs> get to do it again. Yeah. Like, you know? So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, if, if anything, we should probably be paying more shows. Cause I think we, we definitely, we, I, we sit around too much and we, and, and all, all we're doing is waiting for the next time that we can be on stage together again. So, yeah. I mean, you guys have like an enormous set list, man. It's, I, I don't know how, how does that even start 
how do you guys even start to write down what songs you're gonna have? Like, how does that come up? Well, I think we we want to have. I think we want to be able to to at any moment at any point in time be able to play like an hour and a half worth of music, and mm-hmm. and so you know our songs are short, so that just yeah. means yeah. that just means when you start listing them off. You know, luckily we 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 do have enough records out that we can pull from you know the records and yeah. come up with up with music. Um, and you know the main issue was well, you know why why play those songs and don't play these other songs? It's just we tend to play the songs that are the most fun to play for us on stage. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you know that you know, and maybe you could say, well, you're leaning pretty heavily on Milo Goes to College, yeah, because those songs are kick ass. You know, we want to yeah, yeah, yeah. play those songs on Milo Goes to College because they kick so much butt. But we also want to play songs off of Hypercathium because those are just as kick ass. You know, they're not as maybe not yeah. as well known, and they're not as deep in the canon or whatever. But mm-hmm. the, some of those songs I enjoy playing even more than Milo Goes to College songs. I mean, songs like Victim and and uh, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, not love just great songs to, to play yeah. so we're gonna pick and choose amongst the songs that really are the most fun and that's how we end up with those and uh yeah you know bill bill kind of he kind of keeps a running like the running total of here's here's the what you might call the expanded set list yeah. that we would draw from to make a to make up a you know a pared down set list of about let's just say an hour long uh you know minus minus encore or something like that yeah I mean, you throw no um, all and no all in there. Yeah, <laughs> it takes yeah, up like ten yeah. seconds, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we want to keep it light. I think yeah. songs like those. I mean, obviously they're pretty lightweight, but 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 they're but they're also uh, but they're fun, and yeah. I, I think we we definitely want to put an emphasis on on just like you know what we we write all these heavy duty songs about love and stuff, but mm. we also want to you know rip farts and and. Uh, <laughs> And talk about food too so we just keep it light whenever yeah we can. yeah that's awesome um now is there any any all songs that you've ever been like damn i want to play that in the set or do you just like keep that completely separate i know there's been some crossover with all like all covered descendants and blah 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 yeah well so we've done uh there was a point i'm gonna say in the 90s where we actually on a regular basis would play she's my ex or yeah like original me i remember was pretty was pretty solidly in there mm-hmm. as as a, as a song um so those could come back I, I mean i think here's what happens like if if we go if we go play in a town where say uh um where scott lives scott mm-hmm. all singers we yeah. might work out uh she's my ex and okay. have a fun time with it because i can do a verse and then scott can do a verse That's and we cool. did that when he lived in in Austin, uh, not so long ago, we we did "She's My Ex" and we we traded out verses, and that makes it fun. So that's the kind of thing we're you know, just for just for fun purposes, we'll we'll, we'll like pull those guys out and and do that. Um, same thing would be true as if if uh, if Chad were in town, we we yeah. they, they could do Shreen and I could sing backup vocals on Shreen or something like that. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be amazing. I want to hear the Descendants too. I want to hear you cover uh, "Frog." <laughs> oh, I love that song. Yeah, yeah it's what it's like my favorite. My favorite. That's one of my, favorite, one of my yeah. favorite Scott songs. Whenever I see him play live, and I've seen him play live two or three or four times, uh, I'm always yelling "Frog!" You know, yeah, frog. 
he, but he, and every time he, he says, I can't do it. I know only, he only knows it on piano because he wrote yeah. it on. Piano. And so he, play, he, if he had a piano, mm -hmm. uh, you know, on stage, he would play frog, but, he, but learning, he never learned it on a guitar. So uh, wow. yeah, can't do it. But I mean, that's a great song. I love that song. Yeah, it's great. I want to get that tattooed. I just want to get like a little frog hanging out of a like a pocket or something with yeah. maybe like saying all on it or something. Yeah. <laughs> that song has such appeal across, you know, all genres because oh, yeah. my wife loves frog, you know, and I, yeah, that's probably the one song she knows off of that record was like mm -hmm. frog. That's, that's the hit yeah. song. <laughs> already saves yeah <laughs> it's so good it's so good um speaking of tattoos um did you ever think that you would be tattooed on so many people your likeness or your caricature well not back then yeah. i think at some point i'm gonna say um probably in the like 87 or so because i mean it did take people a while to kind of catch on to it but i probably saw my yeah. first my first uh you know, Milo tattoo in like 87. Yeah. And I was just like, whoa. And it <laughs> me like, it's such an easy thing to mm -hmm. draw. Yeah. That, that at some point I realized, okay, that's why, that's why everyone's got that because as a tattoo, man, you don't get more simple than that. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I like it when people show them to me because it's kind of yeah. like, it's just fun because people have them everywhere all over their bodies and it's just like, whoa, okay. Or they'll have them do, have them doing funny stuff, you yeah. know, it's, it becomes kind of like a uh, like a creative an, a creative outlet uh, for anyone to say, well, have, have Milo do this thing or whatever, you know. So, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's kind of fun. Um, and the same thing goes for like when we design T-shirts, it's the same thing. It's like, yeah. you know, you know, the, the, the face itself is just a blank canvas for then for then some kind of a funny, funny story that's happening. Like Milo goes to do this or. <laughs> yeah. Well, it goes to the hospital, you know. <laughs> yeah, that, I have a couple uh, good. I have like like one from Canada that I got, and it was like you playing hockey. Uh, there was one, uh, and then I got the one from Vegas where it was like uh, S or uh, Hunter S. Thompson. Oh yeah, yeah, the Hunter S. Thompson Milo. That's like one of my favorites. But um, yeah, Chris, I'm I'm amazed by Chris. I'm I'm friends with Chris, and it's just like. I, I love seeing all the stuff he comes up with. I, I met him at the, actually the filmage screening at the punk rock bowling when you guys put that out. And it was yeah. like, I couldn't, but like meeting him, I was like, Oh my God, you're the, like, that's the coolest job on the planet. <laughs> yeah. No, he's, he's always got great ideas and he's also very open to our ideas. Sometimes we'll be yeah. like, we're going to do this thing. And then he just whips it out. Like, Oh, that's a great idea. He just does it, you know? So it's yeah. been um, yeah, I want to do Milo gets contacts, and I just have to, I don't have to <laughs> yeah, recognize me. Like what? You know, yeah. What else well, well, I'm a I'm a photographer, and I've been I've been dying. Like I wanted to do a series with you to do like actual in life photos of the covers. But okay, if you're ever down, oh, man, yeah, just yeah. photos of all the covers. That would be good. You have to wear a diaper in one, though. Yeah, I got to wear a diaper in one. That's, yeah, that could. I got that, that could... one tattooed right here. Oh yeah, I don't want to grow up. Yeah, that I don't want to grow up. And then I got the uh, joy, joy. Yeah. yeah, and then I and I have one on my shin. I'm apparently like, or uh, uh, hopefully I can get them get them all at one point. <laughs> cool. And then I got all the, you know, I got all the merch, man. I got the if you can see all the Milos up there. Oh yeah. Or let's yeah. see. Uh, like up there, yeah. 
and everything sucks. Oh, those are the little, those are yeah. those Humby guys that are the yeah, little, yeah. little <laughs> action figures. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got, of course, got the uh, bobbleheads, throbbleheads. I got, I got a bunch of those. But yeah, th- that's one thing I think you guys really thrive on. Also, is the merch. Like you guys kill it on the merch. So it, yeah, it's it's so weird because uh, like when we first started doing that, I wasn't yeah. on board with it. I was, I was all like, you know, <laughs> that this has been like in 1985, 86, where Bill was like, yeah, we want to do skateboards and coffee mm-hmm. cups. And I was, you know, I, I just had, I didn't have the vision that Bill yeah. had. He had the vision early on that this was a thing. And, and I was more like, uh, punk, <laughs> punk purity. You yeah. Know, you know, I even wrote that song green about it too. I mean, I think songs basically about that. Okay. So I've been just that, you know, I look, I look back on a song like green and I kind of go, I was just wrongheaded about the whole thing. Yeah. Because part of it is just like, um, just, ha- just having, uh, you know, having uh different ways of of different ways of of having exposure even the mm-hmm. band gets exposure by all these different yeah. elements of merch and that you can't you can't you know be can't be all bummed about that you know so yeah it took me a while it took me a while to realize that you know it was kind of a wave of the future and obviously by the time the 90s and and the and and the the next couple of decades roll around we we were doing shirts for almost every show like a different shirt for almost every yeah. show and it became a creative outlet for all of us to just try to figure out, well, you know, what can we, what can we, what can we do with the, with that face, the face, <laughs> the face. So yeah, now, now yeah. I back it totally, but that was all bill. I, yeah, I got to give him 100% credit because I was the one like trying to keep us in the stone age. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. I got, I got all the merch. Yeah. I got like, like I said, all that I got, I have, we have all the coffee cups, which we don't use either. It's just on like a coffee mug tree. But it's yeah. like all the different albums. So, and then I obviously got the bonus cup, um, yeah. which actually I'm. This is gonna be. I mean, depending on my diagnosis on Thursday, might be my last cup of coffee, man. Who knows? For- yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm banking on that. If you have a cup of coffee a day, yeah, that's probably the problem. It's only when you have like ten cups a day. That's yeah, gonna- yeah. I usually keep it to one, but I, I put I. I like a lot of sugar sometimes. I usually do like four, four spoons, but now this one, I'm like two and it's a little bitter, but yeah, <laughs> it's all good, man. But um, yeah. And there's also, um, I don't know if you've been to rad coffee in Upland, but they have like this huge uh, mural with the Milo coffee pot in there. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. They, they've opened up a lot of shops now. There's one in Covina now and Long Beach. So they're, they're spreading. So rad coffee i'll have to check that out yeah oh yeah they're amazing if, next time you guys play the glass house let me know and i'll yeah show you. I, I i love seeing carl every time me and carl always have really awesome conversations so yeah. but um out. yeah and then um so like during covid which was pretty cool you you got to do a lot of songs with the mikey and his uke right Did, yeah yeah did you choose the songs that you wanted to cover or was it like, here's a list of the songs? He, um, no, he would, he would be, he was always contacting me saying, I want to work up a cover of this song. And I, and yeah. I was, that worked for me. Like, cause I mean, I think he, he kind of knew what, what the kind of stuff I would want to do. Like he must've read somewhere that I was a Devo fan. So we did, yeah. you know, 
we did girl or we did uh girl you want yeah girl you want yeah yeah so i mean that's uh, my favorite diva song too i'm like yeah, it's, yeah i'm yeah. i'm i'm actually a big fan of of the first two and then freedom of choice was one of those ones that that uh it was it was a bit of a departure and it took me it took me a while to kind of to kind of to see it as 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 genius as as, as it is really um it's it's uh it's it's just it for them it, for them it represented like a, a shift more into more kind of synthesizer focused music and so i was more all about like uh you know i was more all about uncontrollable urge and all that uh yeah. from the first record but but uh, you know uh, the more i listened to it like I, I listened to it more in recent years and realized that the songs are so great you know it, it yeah they're, they're it doesn't really matter that you know that their treatment of is more it's more kind of kind of a synthesizer based i i can still get behind it so yeah we did girl you want which is a great song you know and uh, um but yeah I, uh i've done basically everything with with mikey uh except i guess at one point he wanted me to do a uh a uh uh what was it the last one that he wanted me to do he wanted me to play guitar and yeah. I said, no, oh, no, no, I can't do it. I can't play it. I mean, I can barely, I can barely play guitar anyway. So when he asked yes. me to play guitar for a cover, I was like, no, I better just stick to the vocal, you know? <laughs> so I forget what song it was, but yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, those, I, those come out great. I mean, the Manny Moe and Jack, when you did the Dickies cover, that was like, I was like, yes, dude, finally, like Dickies getting some recognition and yeah. Yeah. We're actually, I mean, uh, with punk rock karaoke, we're gonna do that as a single. Okay. With a with a bad brain song on the other side. Oh wow! I'm currently recording that, so um, that's awesome. You heard it here first. <laughs> All right. <laughs> cool, man. Something that my fans could uh, dig. I don't know if I have fans, but I think it's uh, mostly just anytime someone comes on, it's <laughs> they're fans of that person. So yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, and then you d you've done uh, Rebuke, where you've done uh, songs with your ukulele or ukulele. I don't know how, however you want to pronounce it, but um, yeah, or just uke. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I haven't done any more of that. Uh, okay. I don't know if I will or not. It. I think the Rebuke thing was really just an was just a a, a an excuse to be able to put out some songs that were were very political. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I, I kind of hope I've got those political songs out of my system. I don't I don't necessarily want to be that guy who's yeah. ranting, about, ranting about current events necessarily. It's just that that's kind of what had, you know, you kind of write whatever gets your blood, yeah. blood whatever is get sticking in your craw, whatever is just like making you angry it's mm -hmm. that write about it because that's, that's where all the kind of passion comes or whatever is when you're fucking pissed off about stuff. Uh, so that's how those songs ended up being written. But uh, I, I, I felt like I'd, I, I felt like I needed to break out of just writing political songs. And that's why I haven't really done any, any more rebukes. It's like uh, yeah. I'm basically forcing myself to not write political songs at this point. Yeah. I, I kind of covered that angle, you know, I don't think I need <laughs> So, yeah. Well, I think for a lot of us too, it's like, man, I needed someone to come out and say something about Trump and, you know, all this, this bullshit going on. And it's like, it's crazy to see 
there's a lot there's so many right wing punk rock fans and I don't I don't understand where they come from and I don't understand it's like I kind of feel like none of them even listen to any of the lyrics that have been written in the like I've yeah, seen people yeah. like talk to Russ Rankin from Good Riddance and be like I've liked you all up until now until you're speaking out against you know Republicans <laughs> and I'm like dude He's been speaking out the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just read the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Wait till you read the propaganda lyrics, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Geez. Yeah. It's like, a, that's the thing is, I, I, yeah, it's like, uh, and we, you know, as, as a band that the Senate had done, you know, pull somewhat political lyrics. I mean, songs like American. American. Yeah. A while back. I mean, even on Mile Ago to College, you got M16 and, and uh, Statue of Liberty, more kind of political minded songs. Uh, we weren't known for that so much, but uh, yeah, it's just at some point, it, it was not, it was not a, a like a conscious decision. Well, I'm going to yeah. make make a political statement, but what happens is when you just get that, when you get that pissed off about something, mm -hmm. I, that's when the lyrics happen for me. Is when is when is when I feel like I've got something to say, and if that if that thing that I have to say happens to be political, I mean, so be it. What am I going to yeah. do? Am I going to like ignore that part, that side of me and just write a love song or yeah. am I going to let that side of me have some expression? And that's yeah. kind of where those songs end up coming out. And, you know, you, you, you do take flack for it. We did take flack for all of that, mm -hmm. like you said, because there are fans out there who just don't want to hear it. Um, yeah. And, you know, and so, but I don't really care. It, it's like, mm -hmm. I, I'm not going to, I'm not writing I, I, you know, to be brutally honest, I don't write songs for other people. I write them for yeah. myself. And so if, if I have something to say, something to get off my chest, it, that's what's going to happen. It could be, it could be something, you know, love songy, or it could be something, you know, that's, uh, you know, anti, anti the government, or it could be something that's anti anybody. Uh, and, you know, the only times where I probably feel like I, probably shouldn't say shit is when it's it's when it's just kind of like a like a punching down on somebody you yeah, know where, yeah. you're basically like this slowly person down on the ground here and i'm just like you know punching down on them and that's yeah in the past we've we have written songs that were that way and we've stopped we stopped kind of performing things where it's like you know uh maybe just a little like where the where it was where it's now considered not not pc yeah. and and that that makes total sense to me. I can I can kind of look in the mirror and go, yeah, that was then, and this is now, and we just you know, we're not going to do that anymore. But but any other subject matter for me is yeah. you know besides those. No, that's such a great way to look at it though too, because a lot of people are talking about cancel culture and which is a myth made up from you know conservative media and whatever, where it's there's always been a cancel culture, but now it's like. Uh, you know, there's certain things that we should not have been able to say that we're just now like we're we're wising up to it. Yeah. So it's like I I think a lot of the fans really appreciate it. I've talked to a lot of fans and they're like, wow, I noticed that the descendants changed the lyrics to this or this. And like and it's like, that's awesome. Like and they're not yeah. out there saying like preaching to everyone, but it's like just showing by example. And it's yeah. Uh, yeah. No, we can we can look back and realize that that a we were these young fucks mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and b that that the times were different and neither one of those is to excuse what we were doing it's more just as explanation more than an excuse i mean yeah. you know i would have i may i i would have in my in in kind of retrospect i wish i would have been more 
kind of like, uh, you know, aware, aware of, yeah. you know, but actually you'd have to be kind of clairvoyant back then to, to know that, yeah. oh, you know, this is not going to age well, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Is it does not age well, you know, so that's, that's just yeah. the fact of the matter. So, yeah. And that being said, is there any songs, I mean, other than the songs that you've changed the lyrics to, is there any songs that you're like, I can't believe I wrote that. That was cringy. I'll, yeah, don't. no, I've got, <laughs> the list is a very long list. I mean, uh, and, yeah. and it's not, it's not always yeah. related to some kind of a PC or anti or non PC moment. Obviously yeah. there's songs that were, that are just like, we just can't play those anymore. And it makes, yeah. it makes sense to me, but there's other ones that I don't want to play because yeah, like like that that the, that they uh that the 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 actual lyric itself is just like did I did I really say that that is so <laughs> like like I'm gonna use, use the word cheesy as an example like yeah, that's yeah. just a fucking cheesy lyric. There is no two ways around it. That's a cheesy, <laughs> and I don't need to be. I don't want to. I don't want to play that. You know. And so you yeah. know, in in love this way, people always there's people are always asking me about in love this way, and I and I just like I'm just like. Talk to the hand. You're never gonna hear that song ever. <laughs> so, wow, that's yeah. crazy. Well, um, you just, I mean, the thing it's it's I it 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 kind of goes back to this idea of of that. I I always just I write songs uh, that that are kind of unfiltered, right? They're just yeah, they're just kind of like this is how I feel, mm. and I in that moment, in that in that like instantaneous moment, in some cases. Yeah. This is how I feel. And that's the lyric that came out. And I can regret the lyric, like even, you know, hours or days afterwards, but it's kind of like, well, there's the lyric, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's like, uh, that's, you know, so in love this way is one of those ones where it's just kind of like, um, you know, total heart on sleeve moment, mm -hmm. but, but almost like almost cringy, cheesy heart on sleeve moment. And, and uh, yeah, so I mean, every every songwriter I'm sure has. Yeah. Those no, it's. I just interviewed uh, Dave, the lead singer of Diesel Boy, and he was just saying, like, I brought up the song Drew Barrymore, where he writes a song where he's pining over Drew Barrymore, and that yeah. they're gonna fall in love and get married and blah blah blah. And he was like just blushing and saying, I can't believe I wrote that song. It was <laughs> embarrassing, but it's like, like as a fan, that was a song I loved, like growing up in the '90s. Like yeah. everyone loved Drew Barrymore, and it was like. I we get it you know like it's not it's that whole unrequited love kind of you know thing that we love about the the pop punk scene so, yeah well yeah. and there's a whole genre devoted to devoted to emotional outbursts called emo <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I feel like I probably invented emo within love this way it's like total yeah. here's my heart <laughs> you know you know whatever yeah. anyway yeah it's I think uh it's it's uh I think no matter what song it is, someone out there is going to identify with it. Mm -hmm. Even there's people that identify with and love this way, even though I, as the writer, don't identify with it really because yeah. it's so way too cheesy for me. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I think, for, you know, it's like people can, I guess people can appreciate on some level when you're just that, you're just that cheesy. That, yeah. or just that, that hopelessly romantic and, and that hopelessly like, unable to kind of put together anything that's poetic and instead you're just going to put put out this dog roll you know or whatever so, <laughs> you know, that's yeah yeah that's that's the one that that's probably the one that i'm uh that i i could say i regret having written having written it 
maybe maybe your gut's too strong a word just just that i'll never play it basically yeah yeah i get it um now is it on the flip side is there any song that you're like insanely proud of that you wrote well i mean i'm always most proud of the songs where uh where there's a there's a good collaborative thing going on because yeah. i'm i'm uh you know of the opinion that if a song can if a song can uh can have more than one perspective or can if a song can be the can be the 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 result of a melding of two minds together mm. then that's that's like it's like a little moment of 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 synergy between two individuals yeah. uh, like we talked about bill and me having you know these yes yeah. soul bonding moments so those are the songs i'm most proud of is the ones where where i i, I worked with him on songs uh, and there aren't that many, really. Uh, we we write mostly in isolation, but the ones where okay. I was able to help him write a song or he helped me write a song are the ones that I'm proudest of because of just how it almost symbolizes our our friendship, our bond. Yeah. So songs like uh, you know Christmas Vacation or um, uh, Pep Talk. Yeah. Uh, you're actually coming at coming at it from opposite perspectives because Christmas Vacation was his music and my words and oh, pep, wow. pep talk was my music and his yeah. words you know, oh least, cool i mean at least you know at least half of them or half of the words on pep talk were his words uh you know he yeah. came in with the chorus and it was like you yeah i played him the the music part and he was like oh here's the here's the here's how the chorus should go here's the words for the chorus yeah uh, so yeah those are those are you know they're deeper cuts right I mean, people don't really hear those songs as much but they're the ones I'm probably most proudest of for that reason, just because they are like the kind of the the brainchild of two of his his mind and my mind together. So it's kind of fun that way. That's awesome. Okay, I got uh we're at we're at about an hour. So I got maybe like one more question <laughs> and then I'll let you go. But um the so as a photographer, I noticed there's a move that you do. <laughs> it's oh. the grab the pocket and and yeah and lean back, belt out. Is that that was just some that's just like a go-to thing that you don't even think of or is that like something you're like i don't know i i, I would do that i would do that from the very get-go i think it's it's one of these kind of like if you think about the way that i the way that i at least learned how to sing yeah just to basically let's just <laughs> yell as loud yeah. as possible because I, I mean i learned how to sing when the rpas could barely yeah it could barely be heard above above the guitar amps you know you got mm -hmm. this little pa and you can turn it up turn the pa up to 11 and you're barely hearing it above the guitars so you just ha i had to learn how to just sing yeah. as loud as humanly possible and i think that's that's the the, the grabbing onto my pants was just a way of just like <laughs> uh, way of just getting the notes out even yeah. than normal um so that that became a thing from the very start and i i was even unaware that i was doing it it's just more like if someone were to it's like if someone were to grab uh you know were to grab their head or were to grab yeah yeah something i just that's what i grabbed and yeah. it just became the thing that i did and i didn't realize i was doing it. and then someone someone told me i was doing it and i was like oh shoot and from that moment on i kept trying to not do it and i yeah i, I would i would have moments you know it's hard to consciously not do it because yeah you know, um so 
I think in recent years, I do it very, very seldom. I don't do it yeah. as much as I used to do it. But even now, I guess I still do it because I've seen pictures of me yeah. recently. Like, oh no, I'm doing it again. Oh yeah. No, as a photographer, I'll wait for you to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll it's try like, to get man, it. I thought I thought yeah. I I thought I trained myself out of that, but yeah. no, it's like I'm still doing it. Um, because I mean part of it also is that I I try to now sing from a I try to sing from a place of that's a little more um calm or I like yeah. to say relaxed because yeah. I think it helps it helps me with my voice if I, I'm not all tensed up all the time. So yeah. part, so part of the part of the not grabbing my pants was to was to try to stay relaxed <laughs> and think, but I guess yeah. at some point we'll do it. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, <laughs> but no, it's like yeah. I mean, it, I I I wanted to not do it because I thought, well, this is yeah. becoming this is becoming kind of like a like a gimmick or something, and I don't yeah. want, it, but it's but it isn't a gimmick because I I can't force myself to not do it. So it must be something that's just yeah. Natural. Oh, all of all the photographers talk about it. They're like, "Did you get the Milo uh, the pocket yeah. shot?" Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. I think I think I mean, you talked with Chris about that uh, occasionally. Yeah, and I think it's funny because people, I hear some people say, "Oh, you're grabbing your butt." I'm not grabbing my butt. No, I'm you're grabbing, grabbing your pocket. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just. In fact, I'm just grabbing my. Yeah. I'm grab my. I'm grabbing my pants. Yeah. Why isn't this going down? Oh. <laughs> I'm grab I'm grabbing my pants, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grab my pants, yeah. So <laughs> it's yeah, it's but you're right. It, it looks like I'm grabbing my pocket just because that's where the pocket is. But really, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's about grabbing onto some fabric, um, that 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 just allows allows me to kind of dig into the song, I guess. Yeah. Um, and as I said, it it's it, it's unconscious at this point. Yeah. I, I mean. I did spend a lot of time trying to get myself out of it. Yeah. So I, I guess I just should embrace it, maybe. Yeah, I, I totally, totally. And there's a, also, the, there's a, there's even a an Instagram page for Greg Graffin where, like, pointing. Oh, he's a pointer. Okay. Yeah, he points. And, I mean, I've gotten one where I think I got, like, double points because, like, he's done both fingers. So okay. if you can get both fingers, I mean, that's, <laughs> it's like, bonus points, so. Yeah. I do think I only, I do more grabbing with my left hand. Yeah. So yeah. you know I'm not ambidextrous. I'm not ambidextrous with it. I probably grab more. No, you do it. Yeah. Same and same side. I'm not grabbing so much with my right hand as far yeah. as I can tell. All right. Final question. Um have you achieved all or have you been have you become even gotten close to achieving all? Um, I don't think anyone ever achieves all. That's the that's that's the kind of the mystery of all is that is that it's something that you aspire to. Yeah. But but by trying to achieve all, yeah. going totality of it, that gets you pretty far in life because because you're basically ascribing to excellence at all times. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I think Bill might have said at one point, like if you actually did achieve all, you'd probably like so you'd probably explode into a million bits or something like that. You know, it'd be, it'd be, like, it'd be like uh, you know some weird physics property that that achieved unity and you know yeah you'd evaporate or something but no you you try you try to achieve all and in so doing in in, in so questing all you you end up with you know successful life or, or you end up with yeah you end up with excellence so or fulfilled fulfilled life or yeah yeah and so i guess say excellence 
excellence is the is the questing for all is 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 the road to excellence basically um, yeah um and so and then also you know some corollaries and this may be controversial but as you get older you realize that sometimes achieving some is is a good way to 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 have a nice balance in your life to achieve yeah a, you want to call it work-life balance or just like you know uh and and so i i think about that also with my with my health like you know if i wanted to would you say that if you if you wanted to achieve all you had to take all the drugs in the world and you had to smoke all all the cigarettes no I mean, <laughs> you know there's moderation that gets yeah. over into yeah. that. um and i i'm a big believer in moder on in moderation um and so that's maybe a counterintuitive to the all thing but uh you know we de we definitely yeah that many years uh with the with the band touring stuff where all was definitely the thing of like how many shows how many shows could we play in a year and you know and basically survive to tell the tale yeah. um so yeah we're just i think we're just kind of like we want to try to achieve all but we also don't want to die either so <laughs> yeah. we want to achieve all but we don't want to die and we want to stay friends too you know yeah. we want to we want to stay sane so we we've got these new these new attitudes in recent years about how you achieve all or you try to you try to achieve all but you don't blow up you don't kind of like uh um lose your marbles in the process so yeah yeah that's so awesome that's, yeah that's that's the idea anyways that's an incredible philosophy i i it, it helps me through a lot of stuff you know i'm like when i get down i'm like come on man you got to achieve all dude <laughs> you're not you're not yeah. doing it sitting here watching TV, you know, like get up and do something. So it's, if it's mo, if, you know, it's, it's, it's a good motivator, um, yeah. and, you know, and, and you just, you kind of go, you go into it thinking, well, part of just achieving all is the, is the try is the trying, you know, putting in the effort, you know? Yeah. So half the time it may just be like the efforts all, all that really matters because you can, you then get that good feeling of like, yeah, I, I gave it, I gave it my best, you know? Yeah. It's awesome. It, now, is there anything uh, you'd like to leave uh, viewers with or listeners with uh, or anything like that um, before we go? No, just uh, um, give it your all. <laughs> I, yeah. Awesome. Oh, and I gotta, I gotta give a shout out to uh, Trevor from rules of the pit who who hooked this email this um interview up by the way i can't okay. i can't forget my guy <laughs> so, you're not canadian though right no not from okay. pomona i'm over here by the glass house yeah, right yeah yeah i mean he's canadian so i thought maybe you guys had the canadian connection but yeah no no he's a good dude uh he's you know he's been following like we follow each other and you know i tried to promote his podcast he promotes mine and you know so i he's he's just a cool dude so yeah i like uh, Trevor yeah good dude um dude rules uh Milo, rules yeah of rules the pit. of the pit yeah i i had a, i put out a photo book and i called it um from the pit so i was like that's pretty cool <laughs> like like i'll yeah, have to send you a digital copy man you're in there all the, you're you're <laughs> you're in there a lot so <laughs> but yeah. um yeah i'm working on a new one too um i'm actually i want to send you guys the descendants um all just all the photos that I've done of you guys and then 
send you guys a copy of like that. Maybe I'll send it to the blasting room or something. Or next time yeah. I see you, I think I'll see you guys at um Punk in the Park coming up. Okay. Yeah, that's that's so. out, that's out your way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So dude, um, thank you so much for being here. And I'm we're we're all glad you're all right. I know I could speak for more more than myself on that. So yeah, um, I I, yeah. Feel, I feel like I'm actually singing better now after after <laughs> I had this because they put in a stint and so that yeah. that corrected a blockage that was there for a while. Wow. And I, like I got back and I started singing and, and I thought I have more wind now than I had before. So at least from a physical perspective, I feel like I uh I upped my game just by having the stent put in. So that's good. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> right on, man. Dude, thank hey, you so much. Yeah. I, I really appreciate your the you taking the time out, man. And um anytime you want to come on or want to say something, let me know. I'm I think I'm also gonna do another podcast where I talk about movies and music. If you ever have like a favorite movie and you want to talk about it, <laughs> let me know. Yeah. So all right. All right, man. Tell tell the guys I said hi, and um, I'll see you at Punk at the Park. Yeah, I'll see you then. Yeah. Have a good one, man. Get easy. Thanks. Bye.